take a ride on the MCT. Funko Pop. Hey guys, do you want to go to Lambert's? Big Ben. I'm married to the Huntress. J Money. Just pop the mic money. It's time for the MCT. Ladies and guys, guys and ladies. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome into the Modern Christian Dudes Podcast. My name is Jeremiah Johnson, and uh, we are back at it. It's been a couple weeks. Lots going on in the world and our lives. We'll get to all that, but we do have Big Ben with us today, a.k.a. King Ranch Askew in the house. Hi. How are you, sir? I'm pretty good. We will, unfortunately or fortunately, based on your interests, be talking a little Star Wars news. Yes. We have Sorry. Funko Pro Greg Walden Ooh. in the house. Hey, I went to Lambert's last week. You went, went to Lambert's. Yeah. If you've never been there before, or if you've been in the southwest Missouri area, you got to go to Lambert's, known for it. Everything. Throw rolls. It's uh, some good home. Throw, throwing home of the rolls. They throw food yep. at you there. Yeah. What did you eat while you are there? Oh, I had my usual... Uh, Chicken fried steak, uh, some corn and taters. There you go. Praise God. He, he told me that he dropped two rolls. He, he couldn't <laughs> yeah, catch him. two rolls. But the food. Stop the food. throwing the rolls to that guy <laughs> over there. But the food was de scrumptious, yummy, licious. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, go Good check word. it out if you're in Branson, Missouri. Uh, myself, I'm getting ready for that big bike ride once again, Woo. 240 miles, two days this time. And so I'm ready to get after it. Have you ridden your bike lately there, Funko Pro? I plan to once I get the new tube in the tire. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, that's a sound. Hey, that's My a granddaddy sound. was a barbecue master in North Carolina. <laughs> that's a sound you're going to be making after Greg, 240 you miles need to on do that bike. something besides waste your money on frivolous <laughs> items and get start doing physical exercise. We do have a special guest today, Zoe Johnson. My daughter, she's in the house. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. Okay, so there's your theme music for today. She's a college student in College of the Ozarks. Shout out to College of the Ozarks. We'll let you rep them in just a little bit. Um, let let the people know what that is. So the good thing about you being on the show today is that you're my daughter. These two are married, so you don't have to worry about a bunch of creepy guys trying to hit on you today. Or, oh, yeah. no, not today. Hey, great break. Want to join the Snapchat or whatever? <laughs> She has a story about that. Yesterday. You know, she told me that that she she's had a lot of guys approach her and she's denied all of them. Whoa! So Correct. you should be proud. <laughs> you should there. be. Had to break a lot of yeah. hearts. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, that's. Fine. I think she's going to get it right. She'll get it right. We're more worried about Gabrielle, my other daughter, Gabrielle. So <laughs> yeah, more concerned about her. <laughs> you want me to intimidate right. guys for her? Yeah. Well, all right. So I've got two. I've got two dollars, so I know it's like when you have daughters you're getting into age where they can start dating, and you're like, they're like. Dad, you'll like this one. Don't tell me I'm going to like him. I haven't met him yet. <laughs> All right. Well, we are dudes talking news, sports, and God each and every episode. Big breaking news. Is breaking it really news. big news no. or not big? I don't think it's big news. It's annoying news. But That's what's what the is. what's the news today? Break it down for us. Funko Pro, Greg Walden. I got the tweet in front of me, but. Tom Brady isn't retiring. <laughs> Did not, did not see that coming. Tom Brady on his Twitter, he posted this. These past two months, I've realized my place is still on the field and not in the stands. The time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates and love my supportive family. They make it all possible. I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa. Unfinished business, LFG. There you go. And you know what was funny this morning? I read a story that, that the... 
Tampa Bay Bucks was actually going to grab the uh, was it that guy from the Browns, uh, May, May, Mayfield or whatever his name is, Baker right. Mayfield. Yeah, they was going to grab him. From, yeah, they was going to grab him from the Browns. I'm like, that's weird. Then to find out that Tom Brady was just trolling. He's like the Ob one of the sports uh, world now. Well, uh, uh, the monkey bread king Jeremiah Johnson over there. <laughs> that's has right. A, has a theory. What's your, what's your yeah, theory? Yeah, so I do follow sports extensively. I'm riding my bike quite a bit, so I do have time to listen to podcasts, and I do in general. So the big rumor is, here's from multiple sources, not confirmed at this point, is it's, it, it's all about making a play to come back and play for the San Francisco 49ers. So Tom Brady being a NorCal guy growing up, San Francisco 49ers, his favorite team. Joe Montana, his all-time favorite quarterback. Kyle Shanahan, the head coach. Things seem to be in place there. So it, it, the play is is that he, he wants to get there, whether that's true or not, because there's a couple things going on. Number one, Kyle Shanahan, good coach, one of the top young coaches in the NFL, good team. And then Tampa Bay, their big problem is, is they got some dead cap space that they have to deal with. They're not the same team. Does Tom really want to come back to what some would call uh, the suckineers of the past? You know, is, <laughs> oh, uh, is well, they're bringing is back he, the, they're bringing yeah. back the old uh, the old uniform too. Anyway, which those are kind of cool, those orangey kind of yeah. ones with the pirate. No, I think yeah. those are cool. But anyway, Zoe, Tom Brady, hot take on that. I think it was all planned. Like he knew he was coming back, and he probably just wants a little little time in the spotlight, maybe. You that, know, and that's he what they said. Because he has a he has a podcast called Let's Go with Jim Gray. And literally the next week, he's he's already like was saying, I'm going to take it day by day. I'm just going to see how things and people were already like, dude, it's only been like three days and you're already talking about. <laughs> I love how one guy uh, is on first things first. Shout out to that show. I all listen to some of their stuff in the morning right away. But he's basically saying like Tom Brady was all like, oh, I just want to spend more time with my family. And he went to parent one parent teacher conference and like, yeah, I, I don't want to spend more time with my family. <laughs> my kids are already on my nerves. That. I got to go back. No. So, yeah, I'm sure Brett Favre is like slapping his his forehead right now. Yeah. Oh, slight to Brett Favre. Yeah. It's got to be. I mean, I you do have I, to because he's playing. He he plays was playing at an exceptional level for his age. Top quarterback, yeah. he has the competitive juices, and you know uh, what we don't understand about that type of career is when you, when it's over, it's over. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he said that he was going to play into his forties. So, I mean, it, like if I retire when we retire, I mean, it's one day. Oh, let's have that old. Let's have cute little old Pastor Jeremiah come back and preach a sermon on uh, this Sunday. Or right. I could still do some I, of those things. I think. <laughs> I think. See what he should. He should have spent some time uh, in the MLB, <clears throat> just like the, yeah. the, the, the goat Michael Jordan, and then come back and win the World Series and and buy a NFL team and then play on it. You know, I don't maybe know Jerry Jones, your team, the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> oh, will make a play. Big news there. Brady. Big news there, though. They traded Amari Cooper. They did trade Amari to keep, Cooper to keep to the Browns to keep uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, which was, everybody's like, that is the dumbest thing. Dumb yeah, I think it's a dumb <laughs> move. That I mean, Amari Cooper, he, he doesn't drop anything. I, I don't understand. I don't get the. You know. The most exciting thing to happen in Dallas this year will be WrestleMania coming up. <laughs> yeah. Just a couple weeks, but I will not make it to that. I wish I would. I I should have really pushed for it, planned that out. In anyway, so that's the big news of the day. Tom Brady coming back, and it's funny when I went to ESPN just to get that grab that tweet quick. It was it's like the fourth. It's even like the fourth line item down 
on the NFL page. So no one really cares that much. Yeah. About, uh, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's not that big a news because people are like, oh, they're going to come back. So there you go, Zoe. You can, you're going to be ready to go once you go to the lunchroom yeah. tomorrow or whatever. What's up, guys? Do you want to talk? You'd be like, oh. <laughs> Oh, what do you think about Tom Brady coming back from yeah. all the guys would be like, Oh my gosh, she knows about football. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh this could be bad. They're like, no. Uh -oh. Sorry. She won't even try to talk to the basketball be like, players. I'm married to Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I okay, I will go next and I'll drop it over to you guys. Zoe's gonna be kind of we're gonna we're gonna pick her brain a little bit spiritually, college life and all those kind of things in a minute. Okay. But I think this is the big news of the night. Okay, are you guys ready for this? The only there there okay there is not a name for what LeBron just accomplished simply because it has never been done before because by any layer ever okay do you know what LeBron James did last night he did became he the first I, I don't player know, okay. ever thirty thousand points ten thousand rebounds ten thousand assists thirty ten and ten triple dub K all time stats. That's amazing. And they still lost the game. Yeah, they oh! did. They did lose the game. <laughs> oh, oh, oh shots oh, fired. Oh, man. Man, that, Sorry, was, that was epic. <laughs> Zoe just so, watered your fire. <laughs> so, <sorry>. so awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, that, that's, so the GOAT debate, awesome. Jordan and LeBron. Hey, in respect, someone came into my office the other day. Like, you have Jordan hanging in your office. I'm so amazed by that. I said, listen, I respect the game. I respect. Yeah. I got respect. But, you know, like this is – so with the GOAT debate, that's why I have no beef with Jordan guys because they're going to have to forever live with – LeBron is going to be on so many more lists and higher up on so many more lists than Jordan. Yeah. They, they are going to have to deal with it. So yeah. I have to deal with – vice versa, I have to deal with all the Jordan GOAT talk, but they're <laughs> not going to get out of LeBron being in the mix as well. I right. still think Larry Bird's the GOAT. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. Arguments make it is the 75th anniversary of the NBA. They did the top 75. Okay. I need Bird to, was in I feel like I need to reveal this. Is, to be honest, the only reason I talk about Michael Jordan so much is just to spite you. <laughs> I, honestly, yeah. the, the honest truth to uh, the MCD out there, I, I don't care about the NBA at all. <laughs> I'm just a 90s kid from Illinois, so... Yeah. Well, okay. So here's uh, this. I found this in the article below is a look at the number of players that have hit the major scoring milestone in NBA history. Not only has LeBron scaled each rung of this scoring ladder, he's also the youngest player to reach each of these marks. Um, so 10,000 points. He was the youngest player ever to do that. 15,000 points. Youngest player ever to do that. 20,000 points, youngest player ever to do that. 25,000 points, youngest player ever to do that. 30,000 points, youngest player ever to do that. 35,000 points, youngest player ever to do that. He's currently number three. He's going to pass Malone for all-time scoring. He will most likely, I, I it's got to happen, uh, pass Kareem next year. There you go. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. LeBron James, the GOAT, a.k.a. GOAT James. Okay. Zoe, yeah. another one for you. Yeah. When you're sitting around those guys at the lunch table. <laughs> All the knowledge. Know, drop that on the Ozark uh, college guys and see if they. Yeah. yeah. Like, whoa. Let's, let's expand your, your understanding and learning about. <clears throat> so Star Wars. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Okay. I'm going to briefly, I'm going to briefly, right. briefly hit this. We're going to have a little banter about it. Okay. Obi-Wan trailer came out this last week. And uh, I watched it. Yeah, it was yes. awesome. Watch yeah, it. it looks good. Zoe, did it you watch good. the trailer? I did not. It was midterms. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess that's more important. Even more but, yeah. reason to watch. No, yeah. So Obi Wan series comes out May twenty May twenty fifth. 
which is actually the same date that A New Hope came out in back in the back in the day. I still think it should have came out on May the fourth. Yeah, there's a lot of controversy around that. But anyway, so they revealed some of the characters that are going to be in it, and all the Inquisitors are going to be in it. Looks like. Yeah. And uh, I'm okay. Typically, I'm not a person to complain about uh, live action. Adaptations. Adaptations of the animated series. But when I saw the Grand Inquisitor, I have to admit, <laughs> I was a little bit thrown back and was like, eh. Yeah, I'm like, I didn't know. I think, did they just pick John Candy and put some face paint on him or what? <laughs> I mean, or I mean, CGI John Candy. John when, Candy, of course, he's been passed away since 1994. Yeah. But. Uh, so, uh, okay, so Ahsoka, Ahso- Ahso- I think that's a great adaptation. I think that Cad Bane, I enjoyed Cad yeah. Bane, uh, but the Grand Inquisitor, uh, I'm... What's the tagline? So it's between victory and defeat. What, didn't I hear that in the trailer? Like, between victory and defeat. Is, that's roughly the timeline. The timeline of Obi-Wan is what? Nine, uh, right uh, after... Star right, Wars. Well, actually, right, it's nine, it's, years, it's in nine, nine years, years. Nine years before New Hope. Yeah. yeah. So it's in, it's in between episode New three Hope is and where three and four. What's-her-name arises as the new... No, no, no. That's Luke. So, so this this happens between episode three, where Anakin becomes Darth Vader, okay, right? and A New Hope, where Luke discovers everything and, and the, the nineteen the, the, the original Star Wars movie back in nineteen seventy seven. Okay, so it's all it's set. So when Obi Wan takes Luke to Tatooine to his uncle and aunt and uncle, mm-hmm. he's watching over them essentially. And at this time, so in this in this time period, Darth Vader is hunting for Jedi, the mm-hmm. ones that survived Order 66. Okay. So it's Darth gonna Vader's going to be... So notable... Yeah, Hayden, Hayden Christensen. Darth Vader should be in there. Hayden Christensen. Darth Maul? Is, uh, well, we don't no. know. I don't okay. know. I think they, Darth Maul... They could surprise <laughs> us. They could surprise us. We're losing Zoe over here, I think. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So, yeah. Star Wars. She's trailer. watching, though. Uh, shout out to Zoe. She's watching The Hobbit and now in The Lord yes. of the Rings. We're watching them in crowd chronological order oh, we just okay. finished the hobbit watched the lord of the rings friday the first one fellowship so, that's hot takes yeah. breakdowns on that it was good um, have you I never cried. seen them before N- no which is <gasps> sad because it's my dad's favorite movie <laughs> oh my god my so, favorite like, movie series. i can hands finally down. be a good child now hand hands you know, down <laughs> what did you cry you cried trilogy. over frodo when uh Gandalf. Gandalf. I'm. I don't know what oh, happens Gandalf. next. So yeah, yeah. maybe don't he's reveal not anything. Frodo Baggins. Actually, to be honest, I've never watched good. a movie series either. I fell asleep like I did watch Lord of Rings, but like I fell asleep like and I don't. Mind it's so it's so funny though for me that, that being my favorite movie series of all time. Yep. I I really hate Frodo Baggins, and he's like the main yeah. character. <laughs> well, I love Aragorn. That's actually Aragorn is like that's actually my favorite my favorite series too. Over Star Wars, over everything, it's yeah. the Lord of the Rings because yeah. that that first one came out. In uh, 99, I think. 99 or 2000. Yeah, it's area. And so I was like 10 years old, so it just hit at that time. And, and you know, The Hobbit was the first uh, chapter book that I ever read. So I was so into Lord of the Rings. And then Peter Jackson just went above and beyond on that yeah. series. Like his whole heart's in it. And they had different blacksmith for every single race. Yeah, that like, just like legit. They just went so far. So it's one of those movies that like holds up. You know, there's certain, like the yes. first three Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, they are starting to... F- fade yeah. a little bit with all the technology now but yeah. you can still watch them and they're yeah. still yeah. really good that's how the lord of the rings is yeah. to me too i like, think i think some of the cgi in lord of the rings is probably going to date it 
you know, but I, I'm mm-hmm. sure they can probably do some updates in the They'll future. reboot it eventually. Yeah. Yeah. But no, great series. It's good. What some a, great uh, spiritual parallels. I like it because yes. like Tolkien and C.S. Lewis, they wrote like together. So they have like similar yeah. things like the dragon with greed is something that's in Narnia as well as in Lord of the Rings. So yeah. you not only come out with like what, having just watched a great movie, but you get some great spiritual yeah. parallels in there as well. Yeah, they, they actually, they they argued a lot. So J.R.R. Tolkien got was mad at C.S. Lewis for making such a direct... Com- like comparison to God mm. and uh, J.R.R. Tolkien thought that it should be more like subliminal. Yeah. You have to like look a little harder where Narnia mm. it's like kind of directly correlates to a character. Yeah. But I think it's good. Actually, I like the Narnia series. Lord of the Rings is actually coming out with a series on Amazon. So oh, it takes place uh, in the, what? I, I can't remember this. what age, uh, but the, the only problem is there's going to be nudity in it. And so uh, there's a, a huge complaint. Well, the the fear originally was is that it was going to be a lot like Game of Thrones with, oh, with, okay. with the content. But they've come out and said that it's not going because there were so many people. They had so much backlash to it that now I, I can't remember what, what the nudity is going to be in it now. But it, it's, it's I, so I disappointing. I guess if you want to be one of those really liberal Christians, you'll be like, well, there's nudity in the Bible. So no, no, <laughs> yeah. well, okay, that's what's <laughs> nice about the series is like there's no romance except what they added just for the movie. Yeah. They're um, like two female characters throughout like all three Hobbit movies. The, the Hobbit. But it's kind of nice to not always have that, you know. The Hobbit movie, sh- they sh- it should have been two movies. That's what I think. Yeah. Just don't add two, content yeah. in two movies is what two. they should have done. Yeah. Yeah. But. I have the same experience for both first movies. So when I went to first Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. I thought it was one movie, and then you get to the end, and oh, you're like, yeah. "Well, wait, Peter, it's over." Peter Jackson actually actually pitched it to New Line Cinema as a single movie, all oh. three books in one. That would have been bad. And well, they they said, "Is isn't it three <laughs> books?" And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "They're like, why don't we do three movies?" And so that was you know Peter that Jackson's been too much. break breakout. Lord of the Rings are, are, have you, anybody read the books, the actual books? They're complicated. Yes, Yes, Mm -hmm. they are. I mean, they're, they're in depth. I mean, you go, I'm Chronicles of Narnia guy in terms of reading level. Even, (laughs) even with the Lord of the Rings being three movies, there's so much they left out of the books. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's in depth. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, any other news there before we bounce over to Zoe here, start to grill her? Uh Uh-oh. Now I got a funny story. Okay. That I thought I'd share. All right. So the other day. Uh, you know, gas prices are going up, and uh, I I am a, a proud owner of a one wheel. Shout and if out! You, if you don't know MCD. what a one, if yeah, you don't check yeah, that if, out, <laughs> if you don't know what a one wheel is, it's a go kart tire with an electric motor in the middle and then a skateboard around it. It's a single tire. It self balances. Yep. Okay, that's what it is. So I needed to go to Walmart to grab some groceries for dinner, and I figured that I would take <laughs> the one wheel because gas is so expensive. Well. Unfortunately, my one wheel only had 40%. Well, I've gone a, a long distance on mm-hmm. 40% before. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I can make it to Walmart and back. I'm not too far. Well, what I didn't account for was it was 38 degrees outside. And even though it was cold, I was like, I'm still going to push through because I'm going to save gas. This is how we're going to do it. And, uh, and so I made it to Walmart <laughs> and didn't, well, that the cold zapped my battery. And I made it to Walmart with 10%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I got my groceries and got out and then I was... Echo, you forgot to hit the echo mode button. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was headed back, and I didn't make it very far, maybe 200 yards away from Walmart, and it died. And I'm like, oh, no. And this thing's 30 pounds, so I had to pick it up and carry it. And So I'm, I'm the walk of shame. I'm like, you know what? I wonder, 
how far <laughs> I can get on this 1%. So I, I hopped back on it and I started traveling down the road a little bit. And uh, so when, when the power cuts out on it, it, that front end dips into the concrete and it stays where it's at. Well, the problem is, is that you're going about 10 mile an hour and, <laughs> and it launches you <laughs> off. And so there were two cars. There was one coming my direction. And, and so I, I biffed it hard and right in front of people. And then, yeah. And so it's just really embarrassing. I just like that. No one helped, helped you. At Nobody all, you did. Know? No, they <laughs> just, they just drove. They just kept driving and didn't think anything of it. But well, that, that reminds me of a time. We remember we went to Fruta back in 2016. Uh-huh. We would do, we did the ride called the ribbon and it's a shuttle ride. Cause you mm-hmm. go up to about 80, what? 8,500 foot at the top of the Mesa. Yeah. And then we had pastor's car parked at the bottom. And then we had my truck parked at the top, and we was going to ride down, and he's going to shut all back up to get the truck, all that fun stuff. So, down, yeah. so we got halfway down the ribbon. It's I mean it's steep. It's a, you're, you're not you don't want to go back up. Once you go down, you, you're committed. You don't you don't want to go back up that <laughs> yeah. thing. So we got down there. It's like, oh, I forgot my keys. Oh, <gasps> <laughs> that was and that was my fault. <laughs> that was, that was, uh, and this so scenario was not one Funko Pro's fault. It was yeah, it wasn't my fault. So when it comes to keys, it's so he's like, so <laughs> oh, <laughs> shots fired, shots fired. <laughs> so we like, we're, man, like me, the two guys that went with us, uh, was a Mike and Cody. We just got done ride, riding our legs because we because when we get down the bottom halfway, you gotta you gotta hump up about four hundred something foot to get to the road. It's like you're humping the bike up there, and I mean, all our, our legs are like killing us and stuff. Uh, it's like somebody's got to go up to get the keys out the truck, and uh, like no. Yeah, so I had to ride up. So, <laughs> so, 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 so you can ride to Pastor Most High, flag somebody down to help, you know, give him a ride up. So he starts riding up there, man. So I'm like, Son of Road, this first truck that shows up <laughs> is the uh, Mesa County guy. So we flag him down, and he's like, No, oh, man, it's the end of my shift. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> no. So he drives down. So we wait a little while. As long as this, this guy's old truck comes up, and he's like, Yeah, I'll help him out. And I said, We gave him a description of what he's doing. He's like, Yeah, I'll help him out. I guess he never did help him out. Yeah. Uh, so he ended up riding the whole way up. I was like, man, that's so. <laughs> I did think I was going to pass out towards the top, <laughs> just because I ran out of water. And, <laughs> that's and funny. Elevation. Yeah. yeah. Well, the problem was is for me the next day, like I my my shoulder hurt and my arm hurt <laughs> and I felt like I had a rib out of place. And I I went through most of the day like what like what why do I hurt so bad? And then I re- remembered like oh yeah. <laughs> so great invention though the one wheel. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. Google that. Uh, it's definitely a modern Christian dude. Oh yeah, type Super item cool. to pick up. Yeah. Unfortunately, they're like they are thousand dollars at the minimum. They are expensive, but it I, I, it's worth it. Not college With gas prices. college price friendly. Yeah. Zoe. And then my embarrassing story. I got to embarrass myself since Bash got embarrassed and Ben got embarrassed. I had to embarrass myself. To be fair, okay, is the day I bought my mountain bike. Uh, I bought my mountain bike at a place a bike shop in Leavenworth, Kansas, because I worked there, so I just bought it. Yeah, you need a new, a new inner tube? No, I'm good. So I get down the trail, and I ride all the way across the other side of the trail system, and I get a flat tire. Uh, so I've done the walk of shame. So like, yeah, I'm walking the bike all the way yeah, back. I've, to the I've wrecked a motorcycle before, and nobody helped me. Wow. I, I was at a stop. I was at a stoplight, <laughs> and I hit green, and then I, I went around the corner, and I hit a, a patch of gravel, and I chopped the throttle, which you're not supposed to do, <laughs> and uh, it slipped out from underneath, underneath of me. And there was there was like 15 people. Not a single person rolled down the window, and was like, "Hey, you okay?" So I like got it, picked it up, you know, picked up my gas tank because it fell <laughs> off. I was like, yeah. people just don't help anybody, anybody anymore. 
One, I, I do got to cover this, and we're going to bounce over to Zoe as our guest. But okay, the metaverse. We're, we've dabbled into yes. talk. We've dabbled in it a have, little bit. Have we announced I, that you've entered the metaverse yet? Have I been in it? I've been in the no, Oculus. No, no, no. Have we announced on MCD that you've been? No. To the yeah. So, oh Pastor yeah. has officially been to the metaverse, and I, I'm in. You know. Don't fast Rachel listening to this. No, I, I think it's kind of cool. I think it's kind of cool. I think it's very fascinating. And again, there, there's so many people with a lot of money trying to push this through, Yeah, whether it takes hold or not. So check this out though. This one is another Mark Zuckerberg. We've established he's an alien. Yes. He's not human. He weird. He freaks us out. He's weird. Okay. Those kind of things. Um, and we would have to be honest and tell him that to his face. If you see her, Mark, yeah. you just think you're an alien. I mean, right. that's all. His parents okay. were abducted like so, 30 years ago okay. by aliens. Here's this article. Mark Zuckerberg it's says it's reasonable that the metaverse isn't a place, but a point in time. Some have posted that the much-hyped metaverse isn't necessarily a place, but a point in time. And Mark Zuckerberg seems to agree. Computer scientist and podcaster Lex Friedman sat down with Facebook founder for a two-hour interview and asked him when a large number of people will start to live out the majority of their meaningful experiences in the metaverse. Friedman referred to that point in time as a singularity moment. For the metaverse, referring to the singularity theory in the world of artificial intelligence, or the time when AI becomes smarter than humans. A lot of people think that the metaverse is about a place, but one definition of this is, is it's about a time when basically immersive digital worlds become the primary way that we live out our lives and spend our time, Zuckerberg told the Friedman. Friedman. I think that's a reasonable construct. He said many already live their lives in the digital world, just not yet in virtual reality. And as far as when that'll happen, he said that depends on how a lot of different use cases play out, including gaming, social experiences. But for many, it'll be when the metaverse becomes more vital for people to get their work done and it's much more widely adopted. Experts previously told Insider that there is indeed a long-held theory in the augmented reality community that there will be a moment when the lines between the real world and digital worlds will blur more than ever before and the metaverse will become necessary to operate in society, much like how the internet has. Yeah. I'm checking out now. So what do you think of pretty, pretty scary. Okay. 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 Yeah. But like, so you say that and like, that sounds so out there and crazy, but let's talk about, we're dudes. Okay. Except for Zoe uh, here. <laughs> let's talk about 25, 30 year old dudes. Yeah. Where do they spend? They spend a lot of time in a digital world. Yeah. It's, I'm just, I mean, like, that's what it weirds me out. If you're one of these modern Christian dudes, this, okay, I, I can't, maybe it's because uh, kids, wife, all these kind of things. But they're, they're dudes now. They're not married. Yeah. No kids. They might even have a job. I know multiple, there's multiple people, not yeah. like one, this, not, this is not like loser theory anymore. Yeah. Here's the dude, no job, no wife, no kid, or, or jo a job, let's say job, no wife, no kids, works the eight hour shift goes home, plays online in a digital environment. Yeah. Three, That's four, depressing. five. No, it's more than that. Six right. hours. Yeah. That was me back a 20 a years day. ago. Yeah. A day. You, this could be a real you deal. Sound, you sound I, shocked, but I've been yeah. that guy. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> I, 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 so I was why, that way so when I was in my 20s. So, yeah. With you in mind, yeah. why is the metaverse crazy? Because I, it's like. Like only 25 I, to 30 year old men though. Well, see, it's. Just, I'm not saying I like it's just it, take or it. It's it's taking it that next step further. Yeah, I think what it ultimately is for me, and I, it okay. My my honest theory 
on where it's going to go is going to be augmented reality over virtual reality. What I mean, and I, I, I think agree. I think virtual reality yeah. will still very much be a part of everything, but I think walking through life with augmented reality glasses yeah. on is where it's at. I think that's where it's all going to go because when you put the Oculus on, it's got two little dinky, terrible cameras, right? Yeah. You walk out For of you walk out of that. Out of your, yeah. Yeah. You walk out of that perimeter that perimeter fence, and those go on so you can see your environment, but. You can still see, like, if you put the hand, the controllers down and you walk into another room with that on, you can see where those controllers are, right? And I, my thoughts are, if you put two awesome, like, like GoPro, yeah, GoPro cameras on that Funko VR. Funko Pro's on yeah, board. Yeah, exactly. If GoPro gets uh, in on this. VR, Funko nope, Pro's no, on I'm board. Not, I'm, All I, the I way. I check out when it comes to the right. metaverse stuff. So <laughs> if you, if you cool. get two really good cameras on that thing and you put it on your head, and you're walking through life, right? With that, those oh, on Funko. I'm 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 not I'm not uh, holding the flag for the metaverse. You yourself work forty hours a week in a digital environment, yeah. right? But I can turn it off when my time's over. But they might make you be more immersed in it. That's that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hopefully, I'll well, be see, retired by well, this. See, <laughs> what I think what's crazy now is uh so i I, I had a conversation with my dad probably about two or three years ago and i told him we got to get zoe here and yeah on the metaverse yes like college all this stuff so i had a conversation with my dad and i I said so he works for a a company called dot foods and they have a lot of forklifts and everything in the warehouse and stuff and i said i think the future of that business is virtual virtually controlling those forklifts yeah. from home and two weeks later i saw a, an advertisement online for a system for a forklift to work remotely from home wow and then last week i saw a guy using a uh, a front end front end loader remotely from home wow. and so and then you yeah. have chick-fil-a People taking your order remotely from Sunday. home. Well, look at right. the chart, the surgeries. I mean, now they're doing yes. surgeries remotely. You're, so, you're laying on there, and a the robot's actually doing the doing the. Uh, I mean, it's going to get to a point where we don't even have to leave our own home. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just crazy. I think it's it's nuts what's going on, but. Mm. But one day you'll be operating table. You look up. There's Rosie the robot. Yeah. Okay. Mr. Jetson. So yeah, where's this at in the the college? Is this you're a college student? Is this the metaverse talk? Is this What's what's all this? I'd say so. I hang out with a pretty solid variety of people. All right, so like know a lot of dudes, and I haven't really Uh heard people talk about this that much, honestly. And anytime, like I don't know if I even heard this. Is VR a thing? All VR is a thing for sure. But the metaverse really hasn't been in a lot of conversations Hmm. recently, which is kind of interesting. It's mostly just you know like thirty to forty year old men. Like to talk about this kind of stuff. <laughs> I, will say, I don't. I don't. At least from my experience. My opinion is is that metaverse mm-hmm. isn't going to work. I think. So, I think yeah. somebody else is going to pick it up, whether it be Google or somebody else. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. I'm going to buy a two hundred dollar pair of Oculus glasses so I can see pictures of people's dinners. <laughs> no. <laughs> there. I, I mean, have yeah. you used Oculus? I yet? shouldn't open the door. No, I haven't used it. I just. Okay, we need there's to get certain you in things there. about it I really like about yes. it and are really cool and <laughs> I, I, they're just yeah there's still that element of you I, know immersive yeah okay I've got friends across the nation you know and for me 
I, I see the value in all of us having a VR headset and yep. sitting down in a, in a virtual Netflix theater and watching Netflix together and being able to talk to each other and kind of like mm -hmm. look at each other. I, like that is, is kind of right. interesting to me, you know, but it's, and, and that's bottom line. So Zuckerberg, it's, it, it, someone is trying to catch, which I completely agree with. They're trying to catch what is the next internet. Yeah, that's what everyone's web, chasing. Web three, whether yeah. it's augmented reality, whether it's virtual reality, whether it's a combination of the two, whether it's the metaverse, that is the chase right now. Yeah, I still like the holographic technology though. I mean, imagine having a holographic call. Yeah, that well, that's cool. what that's what I think. That's what ver the uh, augmented reality is going to be. I think you're going to be have those those headsets on with you know nice camera, and you're going to look down and see your little dragon pet walking beside you or you yep. know you're gonna be walking down the street and the advertisements are all gonna be you know have you seen have you seen free guy yeah yeah right oh, yeah Ryan yes i think i, I, I think that. i think that's what it's gonna be like you're gonna put those glasses on and it's gonna be this yep. wild yes. wild west of a you know and you can play mm -hmm. games with each other and as you're walking down the street and stuff I and there's still a lot of <coughs> excuse you um, like application as far as like NBA guy, you know, NBA guy, yeah. uh, UFC fights or yeah. it, to really virtual VR, those kind of things yeah. in like much better way than they do now. I, I saw, I, and this is the last statement I'll make though. <clears throat> I saw a, This is worse than our Star Wars talk. I know, I know. <laughs> I saw a, an article is talking about, um, about they're trying to bring down the cost of incarcerated people. And there are scientists that are, are finding these, uh, these uh, drugs that will make a person feel like they have served uh, like a hundred years sentence in <laughs> eight and a half hours. So it's slow. It, somehow it slows the body and the brain down to a point where it feels like it's been a hundred years. Wow. This I was, I didn't read the whole article, uh -huh. but I, we were talking, we talk about uh, Jeff Bezos trying to find the fountain of youth but then you add it to virtual reality. If you mm -hmm. slowed down the process of your brain into virtual reality and you spend a thousand years in virtual reality, yeah. you know, that's, I'm, uh, yeah, now we're getting yeah. into matrix stuff. <laughs> I have, you know, I have a comment on that. Biblically yeah. speaking, when you, you know, hear Adam and Eve, like God kicks them out of the garden and we're like, sometimes we think, oh, that's so mean. Why would God kick them out of a perfect world? But it's because he doesn't want us to live forever mm -hmm. in sin and evil. Imagine yeah. all the evil we see in the world and that never dying, never yep. going away. And so just the grace of God that we don't live forever. Let's be honest. God's, good God's coming back. Yeah. I think he's coming back before all this hits. Oh, I think, he's coming, sure uh, so. I, I think the rapture's going to happen a lot sooner. <laughs> I think the rapture's going to happen a lot sooner than most people think. Yeah. I mean, I think he's like, like I was listening to Greg Laurie. I, I just want you to be on riding your mountain bike when he comes back. That's <laughs> Me too. I mean, I <laughs> no, 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 no. This is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. Greg, Greg Walden's finally going to make the decision. I'm riding my, I'm riding my bike today, and he's going to get his bike and get the tube in. He's going to like be walking out the door with his bike. The rapture's going to happen. No. So Zoe, you're our guest here today. Um, you're going to speak into the modern Christian dude's life here. We're kind of interviewing you. What's okay. it like being a Christian college student today, 2022? What have you found that experience to be like so far? It's crazy. Uh, it's really great. So I go to a Christian school. So at least the expectation is that most, at least 
bad things aren't exactly welcome or promoted. That means they don't happen, but they're at least not approved by most people. But no, it's been an awesome experience. I've met a lot of people, have a lot of opportunities to share the gospel, to um, talk to people about God. And it's a different environment, especially at my school, since we all work at the school. We all go to church at the school. We do everything together all the time. And so you make friends really fast. It's pretty cool. What has been uh, your biggest learning, biggest thing that you've learned so far biggest thing as a Christian college student? Christian college student. Um, Life lessons, learning lessons, uh, I've learned spiritual lessons. Let's see. Um, one thing I've learned is like you learn how to minister to people in that environment because you can't just assume everyone there's a Christian because they're not. And so going to Christian school, I can't be lazy and say, oh, well, everyone here is a Christian, so I don't need to actively tell people about Jesus. I actually need to tell people about Jesus more and making sure that we're not becoming lazy in our faith, but that we're still pursuing God. Not just like, oh, we're in a Christian environment. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But like I met one girl the first three weeks of school and she had never even heard the gospel message before. I was like, man, that's convicting because this is a Christian school and the Christian students need to rise up and make sure that everyone else, like they mm-hmm. have that spiritual life where they're walking in the Lord. Yeah. That's an interesting point you bring up because I was in Sunday school yesterday. We was talking, we was talking about intercessory prayer, actually teaching the kids about intercessory prayer and it's blowing their minds. They're like, have you ever interceded for somebody? Nope. But, so, but we're talking about that. And one of the kids like, well, we, well, if you go to Christian school, we, we don't tell anybody about Jesus. Like, well, just because you go to Christian school doesn't mean you're a Christian. Yep. It's like me going to the barber shop yeah. doesn't make me a barber. So, mm-hmm. but there are still people there that need Jesus, even though they go to mm-hmm. a Christian school. Absolutely. And even like, I'll talk to people and it's kind of sad. I'll be like, Hey, what's the Lord doing in your life? What are you reading in your Bible? And most of the time, like 90% of the time, the response is, Oh, it's not, Oh, God's doing this. God's doing that. It's, Oh, I really haven't been reading my Bible this week. I, you know, skipped chapel the last couple of weeks. I've been really busy with this and that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then there's an opportunity to be like, well, you know, you can always start back up again. And it's really good to get the word in you. Even if you can only read the verse of the day in the morning, you need to be planting seeds in your heart. And so that's an opportunity to help someone, even if they already know the gospel, but that they don't fall away, but that they stay close to the Lord. We, we still live in a, a country, I think the stats say, like 70% of Americans say they're a Christian. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is not, you know, not, in my opinion, <laughs> the, the case based on <laughs> yeah. culture and society. And so, yeah, we can't take for granted that maybe people have heard, but do, do they really know Jesus? And I would say 70% know about Jesus, but do, do they actually know Jesus? Yeah. Or does Jesus know them? That's well, the big question. It, how much of, of an understanding of God do they have? You know, because I, I, a couple of weeks ago, I had a kid. I was talking, and I was just talking about sin. And the kid's like, what's sin? And I was like, uh. <laughs> it's yeah. like, okay, that's a whole sermon series next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just we, yeah. we, can't, we can't just assume that, you know, everybody's been told, you know. And my job as a Christian is to make sure that my friends, even if they have heard the gospel, that they're still walking in the Lord. And so it's important to not just assume, oh, my friends are fine. They went to chapel on Sunday. They were probably paying attention, but know that I am making sure. Are my friends in the word? Are they close to God? Are How are their spiritual lives right now? And what can I do to help bring them closer to the Lord? Yep. And see, this is, this is the stage, too, for uh, your age group 
that goes into college and they're finally at a point where you're only accountable for yourself. And so now you don't have mom and dad grabbing your ear and pulling you to church and, you know, that are on top of you. Hey, are you, did you read your Bible today? You don't have, you don't have that oversight anymore. So now you're at the stage of life where you have to own it for yourself yeah. and you have to make that decision. Do I believe in God? Do I, you know, am I a Christian because I believe in it, or is it because my parents, you know, now this is that stage where it's like, it, it's a, it's a very vital stage for a Christian because this is where they do begin to fall away, yeah. you know, and it's good to hear that you're encouraging them to, you know, and so I guess that, that ultimately my question is, is what has it been like to be, only be accountable to, to yourself? Now I realize you're accountable mm-hmm. to your school and whatever, but now that you're semi on your own mm-hmm. and you get to make your decisions, you're like, Oh, you know, I, I get to do this if I want to, and I don't have to tell mom and dad. <laughs> It's kind of great. <laughs> not like, okay, because it's not like, okay, I need to go to the store. Let me ask mom if I can go to the store. Okay, 10 minutes later, mom says I can go to the store. Now I get ready and go to the store. I can just be like, I got to go to the store. Head out. Yep. You know, not like, oh, do I need to take my siblings with me? Is everyone okay? Does mom need help around the house before I go? Right. But then there is, like, my school has a lot of, like, extra things where it's like, I don't have as much free time as I thought I would. But that's not necessarily yeah. a bad thing. That's done on purpose to keep yeah. you out of trouble. It's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, you know what, what, what would Jesus do? Do you find yourself asking in scenarios like, do you find yourself saying, what would my dad do or what would my mom do more? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I guess that comes into my head sometimes. You know, or you, like, what would you, Pastor Ben do right now? That's another yes, question. No. Like, yes. There's this guy, and I'm like, how am I going to reject this guy? What would Pastor Ben do? And <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That comes to my head a lot. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> well, like, my, would Pastor Ben approve? More than likely, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is, he part, is he kind of fat? Does he have a beard? <laughs> okay, I have then, ri- yes, ridiculous <laughs> expectations. Out of your own you words you and there. my parents. Oh, my goodness. I have to find an Australian basketball player who's slightly fat <laughs> and funny. Like, That's guys, all, I yeah. can't pull this off, okay? Yes. Uh, so one of you's not going to be happy. To, <laughs> to bring all the listeners up to date, my advice <laughs> my advice to every every uh, girl that's becoming an adult is find a guy that's semi overweight <laughs> because <laughs> because you're going to be so yeah. much better than them that there'll be absolute loyalty because they know you're too good for him. <laughs> but he also has to be a basketball player. Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, Shaq was so a basketball like, player. Oh yeah, Shaq's <laughs> definitely gained uh, a few pounds since retirement. Oh goodness. But you guys. So my much. question for you, Zoe, would be like, okay, you've had the uh, you've had the uh, privilege of having a good found uh, spiritual foundation, you know, because you're both you're both your parents you know, are Bible believing, God fearing, uh, Bible Christian folks who raised you up in the fear and admonition of the Lord. That foundation. Now that you're on your own, I mean, how's that? You know, how's that foundation really helping you? Helping you now that you're in college and 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 and, and pursuing your you know, your you know, your ministry and what God's called you to do on your own. Well, it's really great. I'm really thankful for that because not everyone there has had that foundation or even have parents that challenge them in the Lord or even really, you know, have like, I definitely am very grateful for how I grew up in that I was kind of not forced to go to church. I wanted to go, but like I had that consistency in my faith. And so now like 
you know, not everyone's used to having to go to church every Sunday or they're not used to certain being disciplined in certain areas that I already have that habit of being disciplined here. And so I'm really grateful for that and that my parents, you know, really stressed discipline, especially when it comes to walking in the Lord, because that's something that's a habit that I've just built. And so now it's just natural. It's not like, oh, I'm falling away from the Lord and running off the deep end. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, well, I already have this foundation. It's not just going to fall apart in two months because I moved away from home. It's like I have this foundation and I can continue to build on that. Really grateful for it. So you've had the benefit of parents that have put the most important on being at church and serving, you know, and have you, and now, now that you're at this stage and you're at a Christian school, are you seeing the kids that whose parents were like, okay, well, sports are going to take over on Sundays. Sports are going to take over on Wednesdays that have put other priorities over God. Have you seen kind of that, you know, maybe that that's some of the, the kids are like, Oh, I haven't been reading my Bible and, and this and that. Yeah. You can definitely, you kind of start to see at this point, like how people, what way they're kind of starting to go. And so, um, yeah, there are definitely people that they didn't grow up with that foundation and it's not really their fault. Like you can't, you don't really get to choose how your parents raise you. Um, but now they have to build that foundation and that's a lot harder to do at this point in your life. And so me, you know, trying to have to minister to them and help them like establish that almost or encourage them to establish that has been something, you know, I've been trying to do, but you can, yeah, you can definitely kind of tell Um, but you know, we all have room to grow and, you know, opportunities to minister to other people. Yep. Final words for the MCDs here, all the MCDs across the world listening, Zoe. Thank you for coming on the show, by the way. We appreciate it. Welcome. Glad to be here. I usually listen to these on my drives home. Yay. Yep. Awesome. (laughs) I always look forward to listening to these and rolling my eyes at what you guys say. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Not always. This Most is not this is not a, a spiritual question at all. Okay. Spring season. Okay. You're mm-hmm. you're a female. Spring season's coming. Yes. What's the fashion tips for spring? Fashion tips. Well, let me start off with some dude fashion tips. Oh. All right. So <laughs> basketball shorts and a t shirt. What's in for dudes? Been the same for the past fifty years. So <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to feel fancy, some cargo shorts, dress oh. it up a little, you okay. know? All right. So there you go, dudes. Um for girls. Uh, what's still in, I guess a lot of what was around last year is in style. There's like, it's called like paper bag shorts or paper bag pants. It's just like flowy shorts or flowy pants. They're very nice and springtimey. So those are really in. Interesting. Um, Across college campuses, across America, hammocking is a really, really big thing. So, you know, we start seeing hammocks pop up all over campus. Interesting. So that's kind of fun. I like a hammock. Yeah. (laughs) Interesting. Okay. One one last question. It's not spiritual. Sorry. I just have to know. Okay. <clears throat> have you gone to school in sweatpants yet? No, sir. Okay. I, that's but a, the only thing. Because uh, I have, I have so, a bet. I have a bet with my wife. It's like she's going to go to college and she's going to get in that college mm-hmm. mentality. of. But uh, here, here's what you get. Before going to college, I own zero pair of sweatpants. My school, when we work out, we're not allowed to work out in leggings. Uh-oh. And I can't work out in shorts when it's negative degrees outside. So I bought one pair of sweatpants for when I work out, <laughs> but I only wear it when I work out. It has Not in the classroom. I've actually bought more blazers. So, Well, it, it has begun, though. <laughs> Sweat, sweatpants. No, only when I work out, that is my rule. 
Sorry, Pastor Ben. There you go. Maybe we'll bring her on again someday and see how she's grown and progressed. Zoe Johnson, MCD's Dudes Talking News, Sports and God. Talk to you guys next time. Ladies and guys, guys and ladies, MCT.